Mother Angelica, and also at 8.30 p.m. Central Time each evening. K-A-T-H, 9:10 a.m., Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. And good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in to KTH 910 AM. It's a beautiful Saturday morning uh, with some light drizzles, so it makes it feel a little bit more like fall, which is perfect because uh, I am out at one of the local parishes at their Autumn Fest. We're at St. Catherine of Siena in Carrollton. My name is Cecil Anderson, and I'm going to introduce my special co-host today in just a moment. Uh, but if you want to come out and enjoy this Autumn Fest, it's a really fun event we always love getting to go to uh, each year. I think this must be our fifth year in a row or something like that. At least since I've worked here, we've been here. Uh, the address is 1705 East Peter Colonies uh, Road in Carrollton, Texas, 75007. The website is stcatherine.org. That's stcatherine.org. And it goes on from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. It started with a 5K and a uh, one-mile fun run. And I saw some of the people leaving, and I'm sure we're going to see them coming in shortly uh, at 8.30 this morning. And uh, my special co-host today is Pat Caton. Pat, thank you so much for joining us. It's great to be here, Sissel. Absolutely. And it's uh, this is your second broadcast you've helped with, right? It is. I, I helped Dave. Uh, I tried to make Dave look really good last week. <laughs> okay. Well, it's going to be even more of a challenge to make me look good. But, you know, Sissel, um, so you must increase and I must decrease. Oh, perfect. So you're just trying to like take off some years of purgatory is what you're trying to do here. <laughs> That's what this broadcast is for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we'll get a few indulgences on the way out. <laughs> perfect. Uh, well, we have, it's going to be an interesting broadcast for us today. We're going to go for an hour and a half at 1030. We're going to be off because entertainment is going to be on the stage that we're standing on or sitting on right now. And the lady who's in charge of all of the entertainment and also a new welcoming committee here at the parish is Shirley Mayer. And she set up this broadcast for us. So Shirley, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, um, good morning. Thank you for allowing me to participate in your interviews. Of course. Absolutely. So you, uh, first off, you thank you so much for putting together this broadcast. We always enjoy coming out. But you are going to specifically be talking about the Newcomers Welcome Committee, which you yes. are part of. Yes. And uh, we are extending um, our parish's love, and friendship, and sense of family to all newcomers, new parishioners here. And uh, we contact them when they uh, register and we inform them about our activities and we try to make them as comfortable as possible uh, during their uh, stay with us and we hope that they continue to uh, be active in our parish. That's awesome. So this is a newer ministry. When did it start officially? Yes. Well, I mean, we um, officially started last year uh, just after the uh, pandemic ended. And uh, we knew that we had to uh, keep new parishioners, and uh, we've done uh, quite a lot to encourage them to stay with us and to welcome them. And we're really a very diverse, loving uh, parish here in Carrollton. You can definitely tell yeah. with uh, just all the food that's here, yeah. all the things that you guys are offering, it must be just an incredibly vibrant community you have here. There's a lot of different people here, a lot of different cultures that are within this building right now. Yes, true, true. Yeah, absolutely. Right ahead of us, we can. I, we always are near the food, Pat. This is like an ongoing <laughs> thing that happens for all broadcasts we ever yeah. do. They always put us near the food. We'll have our cross to the beer, <laughs> Exactly. I guess. That's our cross today. And there's a, a Vietnamese, uh, there's a coffee bar, there's a Vietnamese uh, tent full of delicious food. Um, so I think we'll have to indulge in some of that afterwards. Um, but surely, uh, so you're, on, you're chair of this committee, and what are, so you, you want to be able to make people feel welcome so when are you all the people who are going to be there at masses welcoming people coming in or do you how do you all operate well uh, we welcome we greet people at our masses and then we have monthly meetings and we plan our um, act 
activities and so we actually call up and contact uh, new parishioners and we inform them of um, the new events coming up at the parish and we let them know about um, ministries which may interest them, the Women's Club or the Knights of Columbus or if they have uh, children, the different children's ministries. It, it just depends on their particular interests and uh, we give them advice try to, and try to guide them. Awesome. And obviously, there's lots of people flocking to the DFW area right yeah. now. So do you find that there's lots of new parishioners? Uh, yes, yes, starting? more than ever before. Wow. Yes, yes. Awesome. And if any of them uh, happens to be listening, we send you our love, and we really are so happy to have you join us here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they definitely need to come here. There's, there's a lot to enjoy. Yes. So they can go by the general store. They can get a lot oh, of stuff today. there. Yes. Yeah. I'll probably be buying a lot of beautiful things for Dave Palmer yes. at the general <laughs> store today. But I'm not sure what he what he got from the silent auction at last week's um, Women's Guild in Keller. So I'll have to check oh. with him first before I buy him some handsome additions for his home. <laughs> exactly. All right. Yeah, Shirley, because you're strong. also very uh, involved in this event, the Autumn Fest. You're mm-hmm. in charge of the entertainment committee, Do you, uh, yeah. the entertainment today. Do you want to yes. kind of go over what's going to happen for the rest of the afternoon? Oh, well, yes, yes. Um, after our um, interviews have finished uh, for the day, uh, we're going to have various uh, dance and choir groups, starting with an Indian group at 10.30, the Masti Dance Academy. And um, they're going. this will be the biggest group of all of them. Uh, we're expecting some 90 performers. That's 9-0. Wow. And then um, at... 11.30 from St. Michael's um, Parish in Bedford. Uh, we're having the St. Michael's Spanish Choir and they're joining us. And then um, at tw- and that's where our uh, deacon is the office um, manager. He's head of staff over there. So. Awesome. And then at um, 12.30 uh, we're having a Philippine group come in and at 1 o'clock um, a Dallas Bollywood um, performing group. They'll be coming. This is another group. And then um, at 2 o'clock, the uh, Carrollton Wind Symphony. They'll be joining us. And actually, the mayor um, suggested that they join us, and we're really very happy with that. And at 3 o'clock, a classical Arathi uh, dance group. Um, And they were here with us last year. So we'll have a combination of Bollywood as well as uh, classical Indian dancing. That's so cool. And it sounds like to me, Pat, that if we're not off the stage at 1030, we're joining the dance troupe at 1030. (laughs) I think with 90 people, I could hide in the back. I think so. I don't think they noticed. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. And I know that's quite a job to be able to find, uh, you know, that unique range of guests to have. Um, Yeah, yeah, it must be quite fun, though. And it makes it really a community event. Like, obviously, it's an event for the whole parish but you're also trying to welcome people out as well from the outside as well yeah, it took months to organize all of this <laughs> calling constant calling and not, not taking no for an answer you know, just keep going on and on and they on. put the right person on this job oh, yeah yes they, they did and, uh, in addition I'm um, also involved with other groups I'm in the St. Vincent de Paul group but I didn't want to be interviewed during that because I'm already being interviewed now yeah, I didn't want it to be Shirley Meyer interview you know. The Shirley Meyer so, show. I'm sure people no, would have no. listened to that happily. That, and, and the same thing for the women's club. I'm involved with that as well. I'm the secretary of that. I'm sort of all over the place at our parish. You're, so. just, you're just all in. And, you know, Shirley, if I remember correctly, because yeah. I feel like we've talked about it in yeah. the past, 
you uh, were a convert, right? You came right, to right, church. in 2017. Yes, yes and yes. you've just been all in ever since. Yes, yes, I was baptized by Father Augustine, uh, who's left uh, for India since then. So yes, and uh, Deacon was also uh, Walt was also at my uh, baptism in 2017. That's awesome. So, yes. Can you just like very briefly in the last couple minutes we have with you? Because yeah. you're you're part of the welcoming committee. You're trying to welcome people in, and that might be people who are not Catholic yet. Can you just kind of talk about the importance of you know getting involved in your parish? Because you're very much involved in your parish, uh, and how beautiful yes. that is. Oh, it is very beautiful. It gives one such a a special feeling, you know, as though one is really getting closer to our Lord Jesus Christ. And it, it helps the individuals who are joining us. And if they have questions, we try to address them. And on our side, you know, we want to do this. Um, and our newcomers um, committee is very active, and each one of us is very enthusiastic, I have to say. Oh, we awful. just had a meeting, and I didn't have to uh, worry about trying to motivate people because they were there. They were just speaking out and oh, awesome. giving us their ideas. And how many people roughly are? How many people are involved uh, in the the ministry? Oh um, well, there were twelve people at our meeting, but uh, we have other people who couldn't attend, That's so awesome. it sort of uh, fluctuates. But around twenty, I would say. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Shirley, for taking some time to talk with us. And if you just want to kind of highlight uh, again today's Autumn Fest, and uh, you know, welcome people to come on out here today from between yeah. nine and four. Thank, thank you. you. Of thank course, you. absolutely. Thank you so much. And uh, I, you. there's quite a few. Um, this bustling activity is happening in front of us now because, like, the doors have officially opened now that it's past nine p.m. Uh, nine a.m. And we, I saw some of the first runners come out. I think uh, probably the winners of that five k. Uh, that's when I do five k's. <laughs> I like to basically be the not the, not the last person to cross the finish line. That I just like to walk, walk around with a shirt with a number on it. Yeah, exactly. And that way, I get credit without all the work. Exactly. You're like, oh yeah, I ran that five k. I ran the first minute. <laughs> of it. <laughs> so easy, didn't even sweat. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, there's lots of um, bustle happening, and people are starting to come in, and there is the smells of delicious food. And we're at, here at St. Catherine of Siena's Autumn Fest uh, in Carrollton. The address is 1705 East Peters Colony. And in Carrollton, uh, you can look up the website, stcatherine.org, stcatherine.org. And our next guest, who is in front of us, is going to be talking about something near and dear to my heart, which is youth ministry. And uh, Deb Presloff? Yes. Presloff. Oh, did yes. I get it right? Oh, you perfect. did. You did. Fantastic. I, you never know what's going to come out of my mouth sometimes. But well, that's my <laughs> husband's name. That's just the one he gave me. So we'll take it. Okay, perfect. Well, Deb, uh, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, are you like the director of youth ministry here at the parish? I am actually what you call an interim youth director oh, okay. while we are searching for a new youth minister. But oh. yes, I've been working in youth ministry at St. Catherine's for decades and um, have stepped in to work with the kids 6th grade through 12th grade. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Well, being in a room, that's a, that can be, it's a big job. To it do. is. So is that just for this last year you started? or Yes, oh. this past January and now we're into our new youth year, which began September and will run through May. Awesome. So talk a little bit about, first off, what you said you've been working for decades in the ministry. What made you initially make that because youth ministry is one of those ministries that you have to have a heart to do it absolutely you have to have a heart to live with most ministries but as youth ministry especially uh so what drew you into it originally well at the time my own girls were in the youth and i had been working in adult formation for 
quite a while before that, but then slid over when we began a new youth night program many years ago, about 20 years ago, and then just stuck with it, stayed with our sixth grade program, and now have uh, all sixth through 12th grade uh, meeting every Sunday night for youth formation. That's awesome. So do 6th through 12th, all of them meet at the same time? You know, it's very fun because 6th grade parents are frightened knowing their 6th graders are going <laughs> to join the 10th, 11th, and 12th graders. But we meet on Sunday nights for a couple of hours, and we gather all the kids together initially. And we have all of our opening fun. And then they're sent off in their groups. So 6th grade actually is a, a year of just walking through the Bible, and they just go off and do their thing. 7th and 8th grade have their own curriculum, and then the high schoolers stay together. And then at the end, we all come back together again for praise and worship. So the sixth graders only can be afraid for the first 15 <laughs> minutes and the last 20 minutes. And hopefully by, uh, in between that time, they've made friends and they've like, found their buddy to Absolutely. stick with. Absolutely. You know, they, yes, they have no fear. They have no fear. <laughs> so what are the times on Sunday night? We meet from 6.30 to 8.30 on Sunday nights. We have our youth mass on Sundays at 5. Oh, that's perfect. So we normally, that mass will end at 6. So we come over and we offer a simple meal for any of the kids that went to mass and are coming straight to youth night. So from 6 to 6.30, kids will gather in here, eat together, and then we have the, the session, our catechists, guest lecturers, visitors, um, 6.30 to 8.30, and then send them back home to do their homework and get their lunches ready for the next morning to go to school. And how many kids are here? Like six to twelve. That's a big age category. How many kids? It is, and you know what? I'm very happy because obviously COVID did so much damage to to attendance in so many ways. And last year was kind of the trying to climb back from COVID, and we had about seventy kids come back, and now we have 115 kids. Wow! Wow! So, that's super. Yeah, we started um, the early part of September, and yes, it's it's a joy to to feel the energy and see the kids just coming back through the doors and sitting in big groups of kids laughing and talking and coming back every week. Yeah, that's a big age because if you don't, you know, get them by the time they leave high school, then yeah. there's a big drop off in attendance afterwards. So that's yeah. a really important it is. And in, a, in the Fort Worth Diocese, we confirm our kids in 10th grade. So you see a big drop-off after 10th grade, typically, yeah. because then they feel like they've kind of graduated. Sure. And, you know, we all know, as adults in the faith, that that never happens. <laughs> yes. But so there's a, there's a little bit of tug and pull and guilt of, hey, get back here. The little kids need the big kids here, because you are now our confirmed examples of the faith. And and so we're very blessed. We have We have some wonderful what I call big kids. I'm sure they don't refer to themselves that way, but okay. we have some awesome big kids. That's awesome. Yeah. You talked about the sixth graders. They went through the, go through the Bible during mm-hmm. that year. Uh, what are some of the other things that the other age groups do? Or is it kind of, do, you, do they ask questions at times about maybe the big things going on in the world or in the culture? Or is it kind of a set program you have at the beginning of the year? You know what you're going to talk about each week. Yes. So we have a set program. Um, it's not, we don't have any textbooks or books. We have a curriculum that we have put on a, a three-year cycle that kind of follows the lectionary. Okay, gotcha. um, Very similar to how the RCIA or the that program runs. It's called a catechumenate style. And then the middle schoolers are on a two-year cycle. So we have set topics of the faith, but we always build in what we call issues. And so those nights, we don't even know what they are sometimes until a couple of months before that night comes. And 
that is reactionary to what's happening in the world around them or in the schools around them. So those nights are, are led by guest catechists, some of our own parishioners. Sometimes we have people come from the, um, from the outside, so to speak. Uh, we have a, a really wonderful gift that a gentleman who was the chief of police in the area will come back and talk about some really great topics with our kids. And, yeah, so they kind of set their own course as well as what we have in place for what their catechesis or their, their sessions, their teachings will be each week. That's awesome. And I uh, just want to remind everyone that who's tuning in that we're broadcasting live from the St. Catherine Santa Autumn Fest, and we're talking to their interim youth minister, Deb, who has taken on a big job right now while they search for a new youth minister. And I know our parish is also looking for a youth minister. We also have an interim right now, so I, we feel your pain. It's, it's the same job, no matter what your title exactly, is. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you're like, you're still doing it. Just have another word in front of That's it. Right. Exactly. That's right. Um, but of course you can't do this alone. I imagine you have some we volunteers. We have the most wonderful volunteers at St. Catherine. We have incredible, I mean, as soon as word got out that this switch was happening and I was coming in, I, I received so many, just tell me what you need. Tell me where you want me. Tell me what I can do. And we have our kids um, meet in what we call faith groups, small faith sharing groups. And so the 115 kids that we have are each put in small groups of 10 within their own age groups. So seventh graders will be in a group of 10 with two adult faith coaches. And that's their prayer group for the year. That's their, once they hear the session or the lesson, then they all go off to different parts of the building and have their own reflection, their discussions, their questions, reactions to what the lessons were. And we have 28 faith coaches who are adults who have committed to every Sunday during the year with the exception of thanksgiving christmas kind of breaks and they're i mean it's a big commitment for those and you know they all have their own families and um although probably more than half of our faith coaches no longer have kids in the program they just it is such a rewarding ministry to see when these kids just respond and finally come on their own instead of moms making me come (laughs) and it's it's a it's a joyful ministry it's a dedicated ministry and we're we're just we're so fortunate to have the volunteer group that we have here yeah absolutely and i feel like probably since when you started you know volunteering or working with youth ministry that it's changed the culture in the world has changed quite a bit so i imagine these days it's even it's more pertinent that we have it and I love the small group discussions are very important to build that community relationship and stuff like that Um, but have you noticed are are kids more they come with do you have to sometimes change things to be able to answer some of the new things going on in the culture or oh absolutely I I mean teenagers in the last I mean I started 20 years ago so there was maybe like one kid had a cell phone right (laughs) and now it's, it's it's that big struggle of trying to be as interesting as their cell phone has um as eye-catching, as ear-catching, as the media world is, and incorporating the media. It's not our enemy. I mean, we need to make sure kids can figure out good input in their lives from bad, and that's always been the case. It's just now coming at us from different directions, yeah. different different forms of, of media. 
Absolutely. Well, these last couple uh, seconds we have with you, do you want to just make a pitch to anyone who's listening to maybe apply for that job? And not that oh we don't, don't that we want to uproot you from here. You're doing a fabulous job. But I will, whoever <laughs> comes here is going to have the most incredible support of volunteers at St. Catharines. And I will personally dedicate my um, help and transition to get the person up and running and introduce them to these wonderful families and these awesome, awesome kids that we have here. And yeah, you're welcome, welcome, welcome. Come and talk to us. Come visit us at Youth Night. That's the best thing. Come and see us on a Sunday night. Reach out to me. Um, call me here at the church office, and I'd be more than happy to extend a personal invitation to have you come and visit us. That's you awesome. bet. Thank you so much, Deb, and thank you for your work right now. I know it's a big job, and we'll be praying for you and all the kids. As well. Thank you so very much. Of course. Thank you for coming out. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we're broadcasting live from the St. Catherine of Siena Autumn Fest. It's kicked off at 9 a.m., and it'll go until 4 p.m. today. There's going to be lots of live entertainment once we get booted from the stage, that is, because currently we're the entertainment. <laughs> we are. It's, it's very dry. It is. <laughs> and uh, But there's lots of delicious food. There is a silent auction, and let me tell you, Pat, the silent auction is my weakness. I Every year, there's tables and tables and tables of baskets, and every year I get so drawn into it. It's so dangerous. I have won many baskets here before. Um, <laughs> but if you want to come out and have a wonderful day of good family fun, come to St. Catherine of Siena's here in Carrollton, 1705 East, Peter Colonies, East Peter's Colony, and the website is stcatherine.org, and it'll be going on until 4 p.m. today. And another great thing about coming out to the parish during these parish festivals and uh, Autumn Fest is getting to talk to different ministries at the parish and I'm super excited to talk about St. Vincent de Paul Society here at the St. Catherine of Siena's with uh, Kurt Reichard. Is Reichard. that right? That's Perfect. Right. Nice to meet Reichard. you, uh, Kurt Reichard. And you are a board member at uh, St. Vincent de Paul Society and you're going to talk a little bit about what Saint Ca- uh, what the uh, St. Vincent de Paul Society offers and any new programs you've got going on. Well, we're called in this ministry to help the poor and help the poor in our parish and surrounding areas. So um, we have a hotline set up. They can call us whenever they're in need, whether it's financially, whether it's spiritually. Um, We're here to talk them through it and see what we can do to help. So um, we get most of our referrals from 211. So 211 is an emergency call if they need help, whether it's to keep a roof over their head, their lights on. Or food on the table. They call 211. They refer them to us if they're in our area. So we serve uh, zip codes 75287, 75007, and 75010. And how long has the society been here at St. Catharines? If you know that. Boy, it was on and off. Um, we had a St. Vincent de Paul probably 20 years ago. And then it went away for a little while. And then I was recruited and I think we started back up about eight years ago and have been active ever since. So currently we have 27 members that are active in St. Vincent de Paul and we had a ministry fair a couple of weeks ago and seven more people joined up So or signed up and we're putting them through some orientation and get them up and running. So we need all, all the support and help we can get. <laughs> yeah. Yes, many hands make light labor. That's right, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. What initially drew you to kind of uh, work with this particular ministry? Well, I went to a ministry fair, and uh, I was drawn to St. Vincent de Paul because my dad did that. He, uh, um, you know, has been gone for a little while, but um, he was really into helping the poor, was in Knights of Columbus, and uh, 
St. Vincent de Paul and took me on many visits and, and I saw what good he did for people. Absolutely. So We definitely make a huge change in people's lives to know that there's does. something that's going to be able to prop them up when they are stumbling a little bit. Yep. And these days there's a lot of that going on. Well, these last two years, two and a half years, have been really a struggle for us because we haven't been able to do the visits. And, and really what we want to do is to go out and visit everyone. The calls have been so plentiful. We get 10 to 15 calls a day. Wow. So to try to call everybody back and to try to reach everyone, it's really difficult. Um, Shirley's right here. She helps on the hotline also. And, and it's just it's overwhelming sometimes. But the good Lord willing, we'll get to everybody and, and at least talk to them and see what we can do. And we haven't been able to make a lot of visits these last couple of years because of COVID and you know, restrictions on seeing people, but uh, we talk to them and pray with them over the phone and, and uh, find out what we can do. And sometimes they just want somebody to talk to. So it's not always financial. Um, we're not an ATM machine. We are a ministry to help them um, understand that God is with us and he's going to help us through this, whatever troubles they're going through. So... Matt, if someone calls the, the hotline number and it gets referred to you all, one of the zip codes that you all cover, and let's say they're going through a rough patch and they're like, I don't know if I can pay my bills this month. What is the next step? Like, how does that all, or whatever, maybe insert whatever problem they're having. Okay, so let's say they, they're having financial troubles and they got a disconnect notice from their electric bill. So we try to find out what's going on in their life and their job and their their finances and we do a little budget with them and most of these people have never done a budget before so they really don't understand you know how much money's coming in and how much money's going out and we try to look at that and see if we can help them work on their budget a little bit um, if we help them with this bill are they going to be okay next month you know I've got a guy that he's a good friend of mine now that we've been helping for several years his only income well he has He's working a little bit part-time. He's 75 years old and works a little bit at his apartment complex. But his Social Security income is 1400 a month. Well, his rent alone is 1000 a month. So he has his phone bill, his electric, his food, and all these you know, medications and things like that that some months he just comes a little bit short. And there's really not much he can do because that's all he can do. He is working a little bit part-time to try to get make those ends meet, but we want to find out those situations. Um, there are people that come to us and say, I owe three months' rent. Well, we can't help them with three months' rent. Uh, what we can do is to counsel with them, find out what's going on. We make a lot of referrals to other agencies, other Christian agencies in our area, churches, Metrocrest, CCA, um, and they might be able to help also. They have more counseling and resources to refer them to to help them get out of this hole they're in. Yeah. We also have a mini loan program or micro loan program. So sometimes when people get caught up in financial problems, they want to go out and get a payday loan. Well, the interest rates on those payday loans, and, and most people don't realize, are six, seven hundred percent. So once you get one of those loans, you can hardly get yourself out of it. With our payday loan program, we can um, refinance that loan and get them through Frost Bank, a loan at 3%. So that's wow. reasonable, and it really cuts down their monthly payments and, uh, and helps them out. Yeah, absolutely. And 
you also, I believe, have a food pantry here. Is that right? So, yeah, it started out the food pantry. We helped serve families on Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Easter. That was our main thing. And then when we made calls, if somebody needed help or with food, then we would go to our pantry and we would bring them food so they at least had something to get along. During COVID, since we couldn't make the visits that we could before, we had people come to us. And we opened up the food pantry on Saturday mornings from 10 to 12. And so we let them know on our calls that we do have a food pantry, and if they're struggling for food, come and see us on Saturday morning. And so this thing has really taken off. And, you know, every morning or every Saturday morning, we have uh, 15 to 20 families come through. And we've now partnered uh, with North Texas Food Bank and a couple of the uh, local grocery stores uh, to supplement the food that our parishioners help us with and and so we want the basics for them you know um, bread eggs milk those type of things we'll always have and we give them some type of meat um, and the other big things is most people don't know that if you're on food stamps and and financial uh, aid like that they don't they don't buy um, cleaning supplies and toilet paper well, sure. and paper towels. So we always have a supply of those things for them so they can get a toothbrush and toothpaste and soap and laundry detergent and paper towels and those things that we always have in the pantry. So right now we're really busy. We just bought this week two new refrigerator freezers wow. to put in that pantry. So we have six in there now wow. and they're all full or fairly full to help in, in we pretty much, yeah, give a lot of it out as much as we can. So the one thing that, you know, St. Vincent de Paul was started with was to help people with need. And and, and what's more need than, than food and knowing that you're going to be fed that day and your family's going to be fed. So if we can do that, um, we welcome anybody that's in, in our area or that hears about us. We'll gladly take them in so. so what are some ways that people can help you to help them so are you looking for um like cash donations or food certain types so, of food like peanut butter um certain we do so uh we put notices in the bulletin and, and the parishioners have been great about bringing food to us either on saturday mornings or after mass on sundays um or saturday evenings uh, we also have a poor box. We have poor boxes around our exits so they can put their donations in that poor box and we put those into the bank. So, um, yeah, anytime they can put it in a collection box, um, we will take their donations. And, <laughs> and with our envelopes, there is a, a special envelope every month for St. Vincent de Paul. So we would appreciate all our parishioners if they can help, whatever they can help with. It goes to a, a good cause. It's 100%. We're all volunteers. It's you know, we're all trying to reach the same goal and take care of our our neighbors, really. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for all that you uh, do, Kurt. I know it's a it's a very big job and a very important one. And can Saint Vincent de Paul, it, some someone from outside of if they don't have Saint Vincent de Paul at their parish, they can can they help out with your chapter? Your, sure, they can. Yeah, absolutely. So they can can they be a member sure. too? Sure, they can be a member. They can help us out. And to be honest, 
and same as the ball, you don't have to be Catholic either. You can we will take anybody that wants to volunteer and help. And I would recommend they call our hotline. And if I can give that number out, yeah, absolutely. Our hotline number is nine seven two four eight zero five two eight seven. I wanted to give you just some numbers sure. this year, just so we you know, to let our parishioners and anybody listening what we've done this year. Um, we've helped. Uh, 230, I'm sorry, 330 families with either rent or electricity. And this year alone, we've helped 716 families with food in our pantry. That's 7,430 grocery bags. So that's what we're doing on a weekly basis. That's awesome. Wow, that's amazing. It's on a weekly basis. Yeah. Wow, wow. that's amazing. Thank yeah. you so much, Kerr. I appreciate your time and being able to talk to Saint, uh, about St. Vincent Thank you for Paul. having us. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Of course, absolutely. Okay. We love you. to be able to support you all whenever we can. So, again, if you uh, want to help out, uh, if you want to donate, you can contact them. I'm sure they have some information on St. Catherine's website as well. But the hotline, again, if you are in need of help yourself, is uh, 972-480-5287. Did I say that right? Okay, That's right. Perfect. That's 972-480-5287. Right. Well, thank you so much, Kurt. Right. I hope you thank enjoy you. Uh, the autumn fest today. I will be here all day. <laughs> Perfect. Thank, thank you. you so much. Uh, all right. We're continuing our broadcast here at St. Catherine of Siena is Autumn Fest uh, in Carrollton. And uh, I'm joined with Pat Caton, who is our, I'm going to say you're our common, color commentator. Thank you so much for uh, joining me today. Are you enjoying it so far? Oh, it's great. It's well, it's not very fair to be so close to the, specifically <laughs> the Vietnamese food. Yes. <laughs> um, it's uh, pretty amazing. And the people starting to file in now, so it's great. So hopefully I get a chance to do some bingo later on today. Yes, absolutely. Uh, maybe do some of the games indoor and outdoor. It's uh, pretty amazing, all the stuff they have here. Um, all packed in with a nine and four. I think that my car. I think I can register for the car show too. There's a car showcase. I think my cute little Subaru will fit in just right. Oh, it's all souped up. <laughs> exactly, with my nine ten a.m. bumper stickers, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm super excited to talk uh, to our next guest. Kim Stewart is her name, and she is the president of the women's club here at St. Catherine of Siena. The one of those groups that really gets things done around the parish. I feel like, and is a uh, keeps the vibrancy of the parish alive uh oh thank you so much someone just handed us a, fu- a funnel cake absolutely <laughs> thank you so uh, much <laughs> our wonderful knights of columbus they're out there cooking for everyone they must have heard us and they are the divine <laughs> i had one last oh, the last event oh awesome <laughs> they're wonderful. they know how to take care of the talent they do they do yes, absolutely they do. <laughs> so kim sorry your introduction got cut off by food you know we had to prioritize I, here for a well minute. i know <laughs> I know my priorities kind exactly. of go there, too, so I understand. <laughs> so, President of the Women's Club, uh, how, does your term just start in the last few months? Uh, is this um, your first it, time? This is my second time. Um, we had Our previous president was Yogi, and she was, I think, president two years. And prior to that, I was president for, I think it was seven. Um, so now I'm president this year. And um, we have a wonderful group of about 160 beautiful women throughout the parish. And we're involved in every ministry and every service that the church needs. Um, all of the women participate in the altar society, um, uh, St. Vincent de Paul, um, all the major ministries and minor ministries throughout the church. So even if we aren't a member of that ministry, we will help that ministry. 
So our first meeting kicked off in September. We always have a summer vacation, and we had a wonderful um, first night. Uh, we have a, about 160 and about 60 were able to come for the first kickoff, and we wow, supported um, the Loretto House. They oh, were wonderful. vandalized yes. in recent history, and so we collected funds and goods to help support the um fixing of anything that was vandalized and you um items for the ladies and children that might need help at the loretto house and uh next month and then following month we're going to be supporting saint vincent de paul obviously thanksgiving's coming so in our october uh all of the ladies bring in goods to make sure our uh neighboring friends here in the city that need help and sustenance um, we provide both funds and actual food and then we'll do it again for christmas and then we of course we do it all throughout the year but we do it in greater support um, because of the holidays and so forth we also support the rachel's vineyard um, a couple times a year we bring in items um, diapers and and other items that are necessary to help our neighboring friends that need that support in that ministry so we're a team of ladies that support and minister to the whole parish and come together to help serve and be mary's hands here in the parish so that we serve everybody so the powerhouse ladies behind all the things that happen at the we parish, hope right? to be <laughs> we want to be servants of the lord so Absolutely. you know wherever so, there's a need so you all meet monthly, and you got about 160 women, which is a very good number of ladies involved. Uh, you know, obviously, not all of them can come to every meeting, but uh, it, what is the age that you can start? Is it 18 and up, or how does it? Well, this year, um, we have a nice range, anywhere from the 20s all the way to the 80s, and um, older in previous years, um, and... We help try and get people here who would like to come who don't have transportation, so we all kind of work on that together and make sure, because we have both ministry and fun, and everybody likes a little of both. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, what is an average meeting? You, you help support these events throughout the year, but an average meeting, what does that look like for you? Do you have a set, uh, I don't know, I guess? Well, layout? we have a, a general set agenda, so we always have food, faith, and fun. So we'll enjoy, um, we bring um, sort of a, a menu that's pre-selected. We have a food committee who decides what the menu is for the year. And then each month we put out who wants to bring whatever. There's always enough. And um, so we did a kickoff with barbecue. Um, so we have food. Of course, we have opening prayer. Father opened our first meeting for us. and blessed our uh, work so that we can do well and uh, maybe Mary will turn it from a good service to a perfect service and then we have an, uh, our catechist Sandy who's been with the church for many many years and she brings this year we're doing saints uh, women saints and she does the background work and puts together a, a piece of paperwork to help describe what that saint is and what they've done and how it supports us through our ministry and helps everyone. And then we also have our business meeting, what our finances are, what we've collected, you know, all that stuff. 
And with that, um, then we, at the end of the year, we take all the funds that we collect throughout all the year that we do our projects for, and then we do uh, a service for the parish. We're nonprofit, obviously, so we try to give it all to the parish. And this year, from last year's profit, we just did our first meeting. Um, we voted to, number one, we have a brand new wonderful deacon, uh, Deacon David Robinson, and, and we're supporting him through providing all colors of the liturgical vestments that he'll use, um, just ordered, and they'll come in February. And then we also just did a repair job on all of our altar server um, albs, and that was about 50, something like that. And then we're also buying cinctures to replace, you know, they start looking like kids have used them. (laughs) <laughs> and so we replace them every so often, and that's our project this year for last year's funds. So we also, uh, we just talked about, um, we have our, in this month, we have our uh, bake sale. It's our big money earner for our ministry, and all of those funds are what helps do what we just voted on. Um, and we also do huge bake pot pie sales, and... They're better than anything that you'll buy in a store, and they're <laughs> better than Grandma's home-cooked pot pies. Wow, that's they big really talk. are yeah. amazing, and it's amazing the number of pot pies we sell in that's the hundreds. Awesome. That's, that's amazing. how good they are. Wow! So they put them in their freezer and they pop them out once every two or three weeks, and they don't have to think; they just bake it. That's awesome. And so these pot pies again, which I think is the most important thing you've talked about today. <laughs> so where do we get these pot pies again? <laughs> Pat's writing down well, right now. Well, in our back room the women's club also for this entire event provided and from the whole community at st catherine all the baskets when you walk back there, there's the 340 <laughs> wow we run the whole thing we decorate everything and then we run it and all of the funds 100 percent go to st catherine to help support the church and their needs um and we're also simultaneously selling Pre-selling pot pies. We already have some oh, made. Oh, go back there. Oh my gosh! To yeah. buy now, if you wish. But um, <laughs> the small ones are fifteen. The large ones are twenty-five. And the large ones serve, you know, a family of eight to ten. That's, That's how big awesome. they are. It's amazing. But um, and we use that those funds to also help the church. Um, our bake sales are the ones that help us earn all the money so that we can do what we're doing uh, to serve the church and, and the smaller needs that are necessary, like altar cloths and all of that good stuff. Business meeting, and then we might play bingo. So hey. we always have food, faith, and fun That's and a awesome. business meeting. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us, so Kim. Uh, sounds like a very fun ministry to part of. So any ladies really here in the is. Carrollton area, if you're not already involved, come join them. I'm uh, the co-secretary of our women's group at my parish, so it's a lot of fun. And you all are doing plenty of th- important things, especially making the pot pies. <laughs> and uh, you are the silent auction is my favorite part of this silent event. Silent auction's so, in the very back, so and go you can't join. Miss it because there's a sea. There is. It is a sea of silent <laughs> a sea ba- of baskets. Yeah. I've, I've been talking up the silent auction because I love it. Thank you because it really does help support the church. Yeah, so absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Kim. Really happens to be our secretary oh, at the awesome. Women's Club. Awesome. So all we're right. all here doing something. Absolutely. And I'm um, going to give this over to 
Uh, yes, so we're going from one powerhouse group to another powerhouse group. So you got to have the ladies and the guys. Uh, so let me just remind everyone real quick that we're broadcasting live from the St. Catherine of Siena Autumn Fest here at the parish in Carrollton, 1705 East Peters Colony. The website is stcatherine.org, and it's going to go on until 4 p.m. today. That You can hear the kind of ambiance in the background. It's bustling. There's a lot of excitement. They put food in front of us, which I believe was from our next guest, from their the, the organization. I think they made these, this delicious funnel cake that I, I did for research purposes to be able to talk about it properly on the air. I did eat some, just to make sure. But I want to welcome uh, the uh, Grand Knight here at the parish from the Knights of Columbus, Jim Marks. Hello. Well, thank you. It's uh, great to be here. This is an awesome day out in uh, Carrollton at St. Catharines of Siena. Uh, this is our uh, biggest uh, day of celebration, so uh, come on out and have some fun. And obviously, you, you will eat some uh, good food. Uh, what she was referring to is the, uh, the, the funnel cake. Uh, we are serving state fair type food today, funnel cakes, corn dogs, burgers. Wow, nice. Funnel <laughs> cakes. And, and then also uh, an interesting twist. Uh, you might try this later on, fried Twinkies. Oh, you're wow. trying the fried tri- Twinkies. Yes. Have you ever had one of those, Pat? I have not. I have I've, not either, but I've heard a lot of good things about them. Yeah. If the sales down at the fair are down today, yeah, it's yeah. then we'll me. know it's because Jim's been carving <laughs> out. That, that's correct. And, and then the other uh, kind of the uh, lead item that we sell every year for uh, Autumn Fest is our uh, pulled pork sandwiches. Ooh. So all the nights were out smoking the uh, pork uh, last weekend into the middle of the night. Uh, and uh, had a good time. It's a great time that we <laughs> normally do every year uh, and just kind of chill out and uh, wait for the, uh, the meat to uh, cook, and then we pull it the next morning, and we're serving it today. It, it's outstanding. So how early did you all get here this morning? Because that's a lot of food to prepare. I believe our uh, cook team, and uh, led by uh, Brian Duhon and Bob Moses and, and John Stewart, they probably got here around uh, 6.30 or 7. Wow, that's so awesome. Just to make we, this- we do a lot of cooking. Uh, Knights are known for uh, cooking, and uh, we, we hold up to that reputation here at St. Catharines. <laughs> we always enjoy the nice cooking. It's the best. Um, but besides all the delicious food that you all make, you the Knights do a lot at the parish and outside of the parish as well. So can you talk about some of the key things that your council does in particular? Sure. I actually uh, jotted down a few. Uh, it'll help me get ready for my next uh, meeting as we recap everything that we're doing within our <laughs> council. So... Uh, the biggest thing that is uh, coming up, and it's actually next week, Saturday, October 15th, will be our annual golf tournament. That's our biggest fundraiser of the year. Uh, we're looking to hopefully get $25,000 raised this year through the golf tournament out at Indian Creek. Uh, that benefits uh, St. Catharines, our church, but also the Knights Charities that we're very active in uh, supporting. Another uh, twist this year is that we are starting a a memorial scholarship fund in the name and honor of one of our brother knights who uh, passed away last year, Eric Onenfak. He was a a great knight, uh, true servant of uh, the uh, church. Uh, He had had a a double lung replacement about six or seven years ago, and and unfortunately uh, that kind of uh, failed and went downhill last year. But uh, come on out to the golf tournament. We're going to be raising money to support uh, this memorial scholarship fund. The uh, scholarships will go to a couple of the uh, St. Catherine high school seniors who will be going off to college uh, next fall. So come on out. That's awesome. And for those scholarships, do the students have to they have, have to apply? Do they write an essay? What are the kind of the things that they have to do for that? Yeah, we are in the process of uh, putting that together, uh, but it will be an application and more than likely a uh, uh, an essay type of um, program that will be reviewed by uh, the Knights, and we'll present those scholarships, I believe, 
in April. Awesome. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, the the other things that we are uh, in the middle of, uh, we, we do quarterly blood drives uh, with Carter Blood Care. Our next one's coming up October the 30th. I happen to be the uh, blood, dri- blood drive committee chairperson, so uh, come on out, <laughs> sign up, go online. Uh, we need as many donors to support that as we can. The, the other big uh, fundraiser that we have throughout the year would be our uh, garage sale in April. Uh, our most recent garage sale a few months ago uh, raised uh, $9,500.62 that we uh, donated a couple of months ago uh, during Mass to the uh, St. Vincent de Paul Society's uh, food bank here at uh, St. Catharines. And so that's one of our biggest causes is supporting St. Vincent de Paul. That's awesome. And roughly how many nights are here at the parish involved? I believe we have 140 members. Uh, and uh, we're looking to grow. Uh, we are growing. We're having a, a good year so far. I took over as Grand Night in July, and we've already added, I believe, seven uh, new members through various uh, sources, and uh, that's one of our biggest causes so that the folks who have been here so long, we're looking to get some uh, new blood into the organization to uh, help out so that we can do more to raise funds for our charities. Did you promise free fried Twinkies to new members? <laughs> Was not only, part of your membership Not drive? only fried Twinkies, but from the ministry fair a couple of uh, months ago, I think we have frozen uh, fried Oreos, so what? we could throw those in there. Wow. Well. There you go. They know how so to now market. you're talking. Yes, sir. And I thought the pot pie sounded pretty good. I know. Suddenly, I'm, like, jealous. I'm, uh, so the women's <laughs> club was doing pr- going pretty strong, but then they came out with fried Twinkies. Pot pies are a hard act to follow up on. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Um, Talk a little bit about uh, the membership you have. You said you're trying to grow a little bit more. Are you kind of trying to get some of these younger members too, the younger men? Correct. Uh, that, that is a, a big push that we have uh, here at St. Catharines, but throughout the uh, Knights of Columbus, uh, just looking to uh, bring in uh, younger uh, men into the organization, once again, to grow, but also to uh, help kind of spread the load of everything that we do and uh, kind of set the stage for the next generation to take over when uh, gentlemen like me uh, – Maybe, maybe aren't as active in the next five to ten years. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see about that. Uh, <laughs> the fried Twinkies will help, I think. Yeah, I, think I think you're so. on the right path. Yeah. Th- they'll keep you going. Yeah. <laughs> they will keep us Just going. Just get your doctor to, to yeah. prescribe some. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'll, I'll do that. Uh, I would tell you, not only do we uh, raise a lot of funds and do a lot of uh, charitable causes, but we also have a uh, good time within our um, council, a lot of fellowship. Uh, we do things... Uh, like go on fishing trips. Uh, we're, we have a, uh, a a fishing trip up to Lake Texoma scheduled, I believe, on the 25th of this month. And then we have an annual trip that we started actually last year, but we had so much fun we're going to keep it going. Uh, a uh, a uh, deep-sea uh, fishing trip down to uh, Corpus Christi uh, wow. in April. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, we have hunting outings. Uh, we go to Rough Riders games. We do a lot of things that, that are fun just to kind of get to know each other better and develop a, a, a bigger bond. It's so important for both men and women to have those groups where you are being able to fellowship with people of the same faith and and building up that community, especially when you all do so much work. It's good to be able to have those fellowship moments as well. It's a brotherhood. It's very important for the parish. I I would certainly agree. Uh, You know, that has led to our uh, council getting uh, so much closer over the uh, the last few years. As as you know, it was a difficult time during the uh, the the COVID. situation we somehow kept it going through uh, virtual meetings uh events fundraisers and uh, now that we're all back together that's really paid off and uh, now we're kind of like just uh blowing and going and doing a great job 
Uh, I, I will just throw out a few other things that we support uh, throughout the year, uh, which are near and dear to our hearts, and that would be uh, we're doing a uh, drive right now for Coats for Kids where we're going to be raising funds to uh, buy coats and uh, donate them to MetroCrest uh, Services in Farmer's Branch for distribution to kids who need coats. That's a big deal. Uh, we're very supportive of the American Wheelchair Mission. Uh, every spring we raise a lot of funds to uh, buy wheelchairs that are sent to uh, uh, folks that can't afford them in places like Mexico, Africa, and uh, Asia. That, that's big with the Knights. And then Special Olympics. Uh, two weeks ago we were out in uh, Farmer's Branch uh, and had a bocce ball competition with Special Olympics and the uh, Knights of our council were out there in force. So we're very supportive of that. Uh, it, just in general, uh, we support Father Sushil and the deacons. And uh, we do uh, repairs for the church, uh, support the seminarians, and we're also getting into supporting the, uh, the veterans more and more through some funds that we're uh, donating to the American Legion. So, as you can tell, we're pretty active. we got a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you should add at least 10 more things to your I'm plan. Sorry, I don't I, think I you think have enough. It. No, no. Well, no I, I got awesome. more, but that's all. No. no. <laughs> I mean, but, but also, we're also very involved in uh, faith uh, here at the church. We're involved with uh, the Joe Catholic program that uh, we have uh, every month. We're going to be very active in setting up the men's conference that will be coming up in a few months. Uh, we participate in the uh, adoration the first Friday of each month, and uh, we're very active in uh, saying rosaries and leading rosaries in the church. So as you can tell, we do a lot of things, but it's very uh, uh, makes you feel good to be able to contribute to the church but also to the community. So we're just looking for more good men to uh, help us out. And uh, certainly appreciate y'all uh, talking to us today and being Absolutely. out here for uh, our Autumn Fest. Absolutely. And I'm sure there are a lot of men listening right now who either they're in this area or they're across the Metroplex and have considered becoming a knight, but they haven't made that leap yet. Um, what are some encouraging words you can say to them? I think a lot of people sometimes fear the commitment. They fear, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I have the, if I fit into that mold or whatever. Can you kind of, what prompted you maybe initially uh, getting into the nights and then maybe an encouraging word for any man listening now. Well, other than my wife uh, telling me that I was watching too much football on the weekends to get out and get active, uh, you know, it's just like I say, the, the fellowship and being able to be more involved with your uh, church and faith community was the, the uh, number one. Uh, and then it's a great way to uh, develop friendships, uh, relationships with uh, great men of, of the same faith who want to uh, help the church and help our community. Uh, I could tell you that a lot of the younger folks uh, don't like a lot of meetings. Uh, we have two meetings a month, but uh, they're not uh, especially mandatory. The biggest thing that we're looking for is uh, young men to come out and help us with our charitable causes and events, which are normally held on weekends. And as I say, it's very rewarding to go out there and help, help the community. So it's not a big-time commitment. Uh, you can be as involved as you want to be. Obviously, we want uh, very active members, but it's not that big of a time commitment unless somebody talks you into getting into the officer's uh, side of the <laughs> equation. And, be, and, and coming the grand, grand night. night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I feel like most people, once they get started with something and they really enjoy, like you say, doing those service projects, that they, they want to keep coming yeah. and doing more. 
yeah, yeah. It, it, <laughs> That's what, they keep bringing food over to and, us. And, I, and plus, like you say, you do get the kind of the firsthand uh, tasting of all the uh, great food that we cook. Ex- that you know that alone, you get hey, to be the official taste testers of you the Knights Club. That. Is, that, is that a particular <laughs> role in the Knights? You're the uh, taste tester of all the food that you come up with. Because I think I think there'll be a few takers for that position. Or is it maybe the, the Deputy Grand Knight gets that job? Yeah. <laughs> the, the Deputy Grand Knight is our lead cook, but he does tend to uh, taste it before he serves it. So yeah, I think he does a good job at that. But if you're ever uh, wanting to come on out, uh, you could be our uh, resident or uh, guest uh, taster. Perfect. <laughs> Fantastic. I will do that for sure. Uh, we're talking to Jim Marks, who is the Grand Knight here at uh, the Knights of Columbus. It's Council 13408. Yes, is that right? 13, uh, I was reading your shirt. I was like, I got to make sure I got that right. And uh, you mentioned that golf tournament that's happening in two weeks. Is that right? It's or actually one, next week. One week. Yeah, that's October right. 15th. October 15th. I didn't math that very well. Um, do you, are you all still looking for golfers or sponsors or anything? Yes, we're definitely. Uh, I had that on my notes, but thanks for bringing it up. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yes, uh, we are. I think we have uh, 2018 already signed up and we have a lot of sponsors but we could always use more because it is a, a great uh, day of fun but also a, a great way for us to raise funds for the uh, church and for our charities uh, if you are looking uh, to come out to Indian Creek next week I actually have the uh, website here of Perfect. our golf tournament if you don't mind Absolutely. I will uh, say it it's KFC that's K-O-F-C 13408 golf tournament dot com KFC 13408 golf tournament dot com that's a long site, but uh, it'll take you right to a site, and it's easy to uh, get more info and to uh, sign up if you'd like to come on out and play. Absolutely. What if you are kind of terrible at playing golf? Well, can you come out and just watch? Yes. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> you can come out and watch. We also are looking for volunteers. If you don't play golf, we need folks to help us uh, with a variety of functions uh, throughout the day, and you would be able to... Uh, Stay for the uh, lunch, which we'll be cooking again, oh, and uh, the award <laughs> ceremony, which is always fun as well. That's awesome. So it, you don't have to be a golfer. Just come on out and have some fun, and we'll, we'll uh, put you to work. Perfect. Uh, the Knights of Columbus have a new tagline. We dr- bring you in with the food, and you stay for the service in the community. Yes, yes, <laughs> um, so, which is our last couple minutes with you here, Jim. Uh, can you talk a little bit more about what the Knights are doing, uh, kind of reiterate what you're doing here at the Autumn Fest today, and what people can come out and enjoy from you all? Well, uh, I would say we're very involved in uh, many aspects. Obviously, the biggest one is cooking. Uh, we're cooking, serving food all day long. Uh, we also have a knight who is uh, responsible for the uh, the car show. We have some collector cars out there on the uh, grounds of the church, which are cool to look at. Uh, also, one of our knights is leading the way with our uh, 5K uh, run that we just completed. Yep. So, And you were first place, right? You know, uh, I was uh, standing at the finish line <laughs> taking pictures, so I did actually cross the finish so line. So technically, he was first. Yes, yes. he was. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to be able to, well, I, I could, still could do it, but I'm so busy with doing things now, I used to really enjoy uh, walking slash running the, uh, the 5K. Yeah. Can't do it anymore. <laughs> Got other things to do. Yes, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, thank you so much for all the work that I know that goes into being the Grand Knight and uh, sporting events like this and making delicious food for us all to enjoy. We greatly appreciate it. You're more than welcome. <laughs> and uh, thank you all for uh, coming out and uh, supporting our Autumn Fest. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's great. Yep. We love it. We I mean, appreciate it. keep bringing it. us food. That's the reason we do it. Absolutely. Uh, if you need some more, there's plenty back there, so just let us know. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. We've been talking to Jim Marks, the Grand Knight here at the Knights of Columbus, uh, Council 13408 here at St. Catherine of Siena at the Autumn Fest. And they are making some delicious food uh, and... 
the food that keeps coming. And I do want to mention uh, that we were handed some Thai tea from the Beat Beats yes. stall. Yes. So if you want to do an official taste test here on the air. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. <laughs> it's very good. Delicious Refreshing. Thai tea. Um, and that's what I love. Is that you can come and get some of the classic fair stuff from the night. You can get mm-hmm. some more different cultural foods here yes. as well. Is it... Do you happen to know, is it just the Vietnamese stand this year, or is there another group? I know the past has been some of the African groups. Yeah, I, uh, I know the, the Vietnamese, uh, uh, traditionally the uh, the Filipino uh, community also serves food, and normally, uh, you know, some folks uh, uh, from the African culture also serve. I just haven't really checked out the uh, the menu yet. you got to check out I, the I'm competition to, to yeah. see how they're comparing to your corn dogs. Well, the corn dogs are great, but my wife said she'll be up here soon, not for the corn dogs, but for the uh, the uh, egg rolls. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. Yeah. Those, those, are, those are fantastic. Priority. Yes. She's supportive, but she's like, priority. Yes. Go. It all goes back to the parish ultimately, so yeah. that's what counts. Hey, was that a uh, St. Louis uh, billiken on the back of your phone? This is actually the Immaculate Heart of Mary. I have oh, okay. a sticker on the back of my phone that has the Immaculate Heart of Mary that's on it. Cool. I got it. So, yes, very that's nice. my, uh, I'm a Catholic on the back of my car. <laughs> oh, by the way, for the car show, question, does the 2022 Subaru Crosstrek that's in plasma yellow pearl, does that count as a cool uh, car to be in the car show? Yes. I'm asking for a friend. Yes, I mean. <laughs> With uh, my 10 a.m. bumper sticker on the back. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we will. Maybe uh, more than one. <laughs> we are needing uh, additional cars. Uh, if you want to come on up and bring your car or just come out and check out the ones that are out there, it'd be fantastic. Awesome. But, yes. 